0: Following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Tis the season to be hectic.
1: I will say it is the craziest time of year. Everyone's like, oh, it's the most wonderful time of year. I'm like, oh, it's the busiest time of year. But I got to tell you, it's my favorite. A season
0: full of joy and cheer.
1: I can't tell you how many times in the middle of our show, I have sent those two fools a text and said, yo, get back on track.
0: (laughs) Cut their mind. But the show's just getting started. Oh, well, it is the holiday season. With the Hall of Famer Mo Patton, and the sun drop kit from Alabama, Chris Yow. This is Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today.
2: Got my sun drop in hand today.
3: Yeah, buddy. No Grapeco today, huh?
2: Not today. I need a little energy. grapeco is, is caffeine free, see. Yeah. Man. Thursday edition of the show is gonna be a lot of fun. Tons of high school sports to talk about today. We you know, Thursdays during football season. It was pretty much a high school centric show. We we're not gonna get that deep into this one because, well, you know, trying to pick high school basketball is no bueno. Not a great idea. <laughs> but looking forward to talking about some high school sports. We've got Mark Wilkins, Independence Boys basketball coach, coming up later in the show. We'll talk about our team of the week, players of the week, game of the week, all of that. Uh, former Tennessee State Athletics Director Teresa Phillips joins us to, again, talk about Coach Prime and uh, revisit the conversation that we had when he was hired. We'll talk about that and, and what he's meant to HBCUs and that sort of thing. And then there's obviously a ton of college football to get to, including some bowl picks, Mo. We get to pick some bowls.
3: We have to pick some bowls. <laughs> no, no, JP gets to pick some bowls. Yeah, Yes, we, I do.
2: We mm-hmm. have to. But before we get to any of that, Mm. we have our top stories and yesterday's results, today's schedule on The Rundown. This
1: is The Rundown. Let's do it.
0: The Thursday Rundown is brought to you by Barry B. Coble with Crestpoint Wealth Management. Barry B. Coble with Crestpoint Wealth Management offers personalized wealth management strategies for clients based on where you are in your financial journey go see Barry at Crestpoint Point Wealth Management at 700 North Main Street in Columbia. Securities offered through registered representatives of Cambridge Investment Research Incorporated, a broker-dealer, member of FINRA SIDC. Advisory services offered through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors Incorporated. The registered investment advisor Crest Point Wealth Management and Cambridge are not affiliated.
3: In NCAA men's basketball action on Wednesday, Middle Tennessee State went down to Ole Miss and fell 62-52. Belmont defended the home court with a 76-68 win over Tennessee Chattanooga. In tonight's High school basketball action. Zion Christian takes on visiting Covenant Christian. Hampshire travels to Lewis County. Cullioca hosts Moore County. And Richland goes to Riverside Christian.
2: In wrestling action tonight, Columbia Central and White House are up at Gallatin. That will start around 530. Spring Hill is at Forest. Also will start around 530. Today in junior college basketball experience prep, took on columbia state that game started at 1 p.m and tonight it's the colorado avalanche and a few predators and a bunch of milwaukee
3: admirals a bunch of guys wearing
2: dressed as predators (laughs) that puck drops at 7 p.m you should watch it because it's going to be unique and interesting Mm -hmm. this out (laughs) a roster first yeah and that's going to do it for today's rundown Um, yeah, let's just say that the Preds have a ton of guys in COVID protocol, including uh, the head coach, assistant coach, uh,
3: (laughs) a couple of players. I have heard of players being called up from the minor leagues. (laughs) I have not heard of coaches being called up from the minor leagues, but apparently some of the Milwaukee Admirals coaching staff has joined the Predators for this game. Yeah.
2: Um, so they have added, or they have recalled four players and two coaches from the AHL. Uh, this is this is uh, from from the Tennessee and uh, Scrubina writes the Nashville Predators sent an SOS to Milwaukee on Thursday. <laughs> wow. Oh, let's shot see. up a player, huh? Yeah. Um, Rocco Grimaldi, who is a name that we know, is. Being recalled from Milwaukee. Cody Glass, Matthew Olivier, and Cole Smith, along with uh, Grimaldi. Head coach Carl Taylor and assistant coach Scott Ford also recalled. Carl Taylor will act as the head coach. Oh, my. Uh, and okay. an assistant general manager, Scott Nickel, will also help coach the team. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Joe Hansen uh, was placed in protocol before the Rangers game. Uh, Mikael Granlin, Matt Luff, Michael McCarran, and Philip Philippe Tomasino and Ben Harper were placed on the list Wednesday, along with six others, including four coaches, and uh, goaltending coach Ben Vanderclock, Dan Lambert, and Todd Richards. So,
3: And I, uh, John Hines, I assume. And, well,
2: yeah, I yeah, mean, Hines is... Yeah.
3: Goodness gracious. <laughs> it's insane. It's
2: <laughs> insane.
3: Man, is there and and I guess there's no timetable as to any of their returns.
2: They don't know then. anything about it. We don't know if they were asymptomatic, if they just tested positive, if they I, I, we don't know anything at this point. So <laughs> it's pretty
3: typical around here.
2: There's that. Yeah. Oh, uh, moving on in top stories because we got one that we need to get to that's going to take a little time. But uh definitely want to mention that John Olive was Named the 2021 Titans Coach of the Year, he re- uh, received a grant and the amount of thirty five hundred dollars from the Tennessee Titans Foundation and a thousand dollar grant from the NFL Foundation to benefit the football program. Uh, he will also receive an all expenses paid trip to the 2022 Pro Bowl in Vegas,
3: where he will be up for national
2: the Don Shula Coach. NFL High School Coach of the Year. Mm-hmm. So, Don Shula, baby!
3: Congrats to Coach Olive, well deserved. Two, two undefeated coaches right there, John Olive Don Shula. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Congrats. Congrats to him. Much for, deserved. For sure, for sure.
2: Speaking of great NFL coaches, let's hit the other side. Not so great <laughs> NFL coaches.
3: Going to the other end of the spectrum here.
2: The entire other end of the spectrum. Urban mind. 360 degrees. No,
3: no. Jason Kidd, no Jason Kidd.
2: We turned this team around 360 degrees. Way no, to go, no buddy.
3: No, one one that would put you in the same place. Yeah.
2: Well, you know yeah. it's it's funny because eventually he got them 360 degrees. So there's that.
0: Yeah. Second verse, same as the first. Exactly.
2: Urban Meyer has was fired in the middle of the night.
3: Literally, true story. <laughs> I'm a night owl, if y'all hadn't figured it out. But I kind of dozed off right after Stephen Colbert went off last night, which goes off about 11.30. Woke up about 10 after 12. Was going to get in bed. Just figured I'd check my phone one more time. Just see what was going on on Twitter. (laughs) You found out. (laughs) (laughs) Because at 12.04. Yeah
2: the release goes out i guess they were they, they fired him at midnight i don't know what the significance was
3: yeah <laughs> well, I mean to wake up that, to the news <laughs> that's 1204 jacksonville time i mean that was yeah, that was after midnight it happened about 11 o'clock or so our time i guess but yeah nothing good happens after midnight <sighs> that's hilarious you know
2: to be fair I've wanted to kick some previous Titans kickers myself. <laughs> so, you know, not done it, but I've wanted to.
3: So, so do you think do you think Jacksonville players called Josh Lambeau and said, "Yo, bro, take one for the team. You, you know, you you've been released. You're 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 not coming back. You don't even want to come back here. Just this can be the straw, bro. This will this will be the strong. <laughs> Apparently, he told
2: his assistant coaches that he had a better staff at
3: Bowling Green. I don't understand him continuing to slam his coaching staff. Did he not hire them? I think,
2: yes, but I also think he had a lot of input from NFL guys. Because those aren't guys that were on his staffs before. I mean, they were all NFL guys. So, I, I mean. Well, clearly
3: he was not an NFL guy.
2: No, and this brings me to my question. Mm -hmm. All right, so I have this friend who will die on this hill that John Harbaugh is infinitely a better coach than Nick Saban, and it's not close because one conference championship in the NFL is worth 4,537,000 college championships. And my question is, is it – Is it more – is it accurate to say that you have to be a better coach to win an NFL championship, or is it just a
3: different type of good? I think it's a different type of good. I I don't think you can really compare the two games. You know, every now and then somebody will say, well, Alabama could beat fill-in-the-blank at the NFL level and, and I, I I just don't think that's true I mean I just think they're two different ball games I, I think there are the nuances and not just on the field but I mean I think that there are things that NFL coaches have to deal with that college coaches don't and vice versa and I don't think they're universal I mean it's it's all football but the nuance, the nuances makes- I think are what make it different
2: yeah I mean we've seen. Chip Kelly, we've seen Steve Spurrier, we've seen Nick Saban, we've seen Urban Meyer. Those last three are probably the three best college football coaches in the last three decades,
3: right? I mean, and I'm not ready to call Nick Saban a failure at the NFL level. I, I don't know that he necessarily gave it enough time to find out if he could coach up there or not.
2: You won't get any argument from argument from me. I I mean, I think Nick Saban over time over five to seven years would have eventually been a really good NFL head coach. And the
3: reason I think that is because I think he self-evaluates sufficiently to figure out where he was coming up short and to address it. I don't think (laughs) – this will sound crazy. I don't think Nick Saban carries the ego that a lot of folks, like the guy that started this conversation, do or did.
2: I agree. Completely. I think
3: I think there's a self awareness there with him that there isn't necessarily with a lot of guys that would have allowed him to eventually shore up whatever shortcomings he had at that level. But he also coached at the
2: NFL level before he was at Michigan State. You know, he was the defensive coach with Belichick in in Cleveland.
3: Well, and we see how that went. So,
2: but yeah, I mean it. It's not like he was it was foreign to him, right? So I, I, that was my question, but but college coaches just typically don't work out in the NFL. And that's understandable. But now. NFL coaches don't typically work out in college either. I mean,
3: like who? I
2: mean, Mike Love, uh Bears coach. The guy the, the Lovey Smith? Lovey Smith. I mean, he I, was he was a really good NFL coach. Not a great college coach. I mean,
3: You've got I think it depends on your definition of great. I mean, he was at Illinois for one thing.
2: Okay. He was there long enough that we found out it, whether or not it, he was in uh, whether, it's Illinois. Uh, look, dude. It's, it's Illinois. Northwestern is a perennial bull power. You can win in Illinois more than he did. I mean, good college coaches can take. Mediocre college programs and not be bad. I'm not saying he should have won national championships.
3: I'm saying he wasn't a great college coach. Lovey Smith was at Illinois for five years. He was 17 and 39. That's, that's bad. What was he his last
2: year when he had all his kids? That's. Uh, let's see. Again, the difference in the NFL and college is just different. It's a different game. It's absolutely different. You can't. So hiring college coaches, he was
3: two and five in twenty twenty, which was their COVID. Yeah, six and seven the year before with a loss in a bowl game.
2: So I mean, I don't know why these NFL think people still think that they can hire college coaches and be successful. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's not worked at any level with the best coaches there are. So stop doing it. When we come back, we're going to talk to a high school coach. Mark Wilkins, Independence Boys coach, joins us. So stick around right after this on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663
3: or www.mtbj.net.
2: Fast Stop Markets is proud to be keeping you moving in Tennessee.
4: Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof.
2: Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries, and our OrthoQuick walk in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net.
0: Local sports talk you'll only find here. It's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Live from the Lee Company Studio. With the Hall of Famer Mo Patton, here's Chris Yow.
2: Welcome back in Southern Middle Tennessee sports today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone Joint. Chris Yao, Mo Patton, JP Plant here with you on Thursday as we continue our coverage of local high school sports. With no no better way to to cover high school sports than to go right to the source, Mo and. Our local coaches have been phenomenal to work with. Got a chance yesterday to talk to the brand new Independence football coach, Scott Stidham. He joined us on the show, and that was a a lot of fun to get to know him a little bit. And looking forward to talking with his former colleague and now his current colleague. (laughs) That's always fun, right? So I'll t- I tell you what we're going to do. First thing we're going to do is talk about Coach's Corner. Because Coach's Corner is brought to you by From the Heart Cafe, and they are phenomenal. Renee and the folks over at From the Heart Cafe in Chapel Hill do a fantastic job keeping you fed. Well. Deliciously. Yeah. So make sure to get out to From the Heart Cafe out in Chapel Hill again. As you're going to Henry Horton, right when you make the right, off of 90, what is it? 99. 99. Mm -hmm. I wanted to say 96, but I knew that wasn't right because that's Murfreesboro Road. 99. Just turn right and then turn right into the parking lot. It's, It's that simple. Not hard to do. So make sure to go see them and tell them that we sent you. Today on Coach's Corner, again, we get a chance to talk to Independence Boys basketball coach, Mark Wilkins. Coach, thanks for joining us and welcome in.
1: Hey guys, appreciate you having me. It's uh, always a pleasure to talk high school sports with you guys, and uh, it's a great time of the year with basketball getting full swing.
3: Absolutely, Mark, and um, you guys are swinging into things pretty well. Uh, seven and two to this point. Close loss the first week of the season to Hendersonville. Close loss at the end of the month to a really good Cane Ridge team, and you know I don't know what you take from those games early on but I would imagine a first year coach getting settled in with your team you you've got to like what you've seen out of your bunch to this point
1: yeah I've really enjoyed the way we competed you know and I think that's been the progress we've hopefully made since playing Hendersonville and there were some excuses we could build in about you know um, it being early it being away, it being the first of two games that day but you know that's something we're really trying to get past. That you know that energy that we had against Kane Ridge or other laws was not there that morning against Hendersonville, and so I think that's been our biggest thing that we've I've learned at least so far is that the intensity, the excitement, the focus. Um, if you're dealing with teenagers and you're dealing with a brand new coach, you know um, that's something that we've had to kind of sift our way through and our way our way through. And um, you know i have really been very pleased with how we competed uh, the last week or so two weeks, right after that Cambridge Ridge game, um, our, our guys have kind of shown that there's potential there still. And if we continue to get better every day and every week, I really like our chances come around March.
2: Yeah, you know, that that's kind of what you're working toward and playing teams like Cambridge with a guy like Brendan Miller and a, a guy that you would definitely see in the state tournament more than likely or at least on the way to the state tournament. You know, th- those are the right. teams that you have to play uh, in order to get to that point. So, find out where you are now and what you need to work on. Right. And I think that's kind of been a positive for this team as over the last two or three years, you've seen independence boys basketball on an upward trajectory.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. And that's something that at the beginning of the year you're thinking, Oh my goodness, we just scheduled the runner up and they're bringing back a pro. What am I doing? (laughs) Uh, But you know, I, tribute to the, our guys that they did came out there and there was no fear in our eyes at all, I felt like, the whole night. And, um, you know, and that's what you want. It felt like a playoff game. You know, I know Mo was there and every possession the crowd, um, and those are hard to replicate in December. And so, thankfully, we have that underneath our belt. Um, that was the best thing about that night is, you know, it was a December loss and not a February loss and not a March loss. And, um, you know, those games are extremely important for us to continue to get if we want to be a team that plays in the state tournament, March. we want our season to end at Murfreesboro. Um, and so let's just start with the end in mind. And, and we got a great test then. And, uh, you know, we've had great games against uh, since then. You know, Father Ryan is a really extremely coached, uh, well, extremely coached um, well-coached extremely team. And, you know, they play us a tough game. And then we had a, a first Williams County game last week against Page. And, um, man, they play hard. And our guys were excited about that one because it was how we ended our season last year. So, you know, every game kind of has a different story, a different feel to it. Um, we're hopefully just trying to get more consistent with how hard we play and how well we execute.
3: It's interesting, Mark, that you mention, you know, the atmosphere for that Cane Ridge game and and your last game against um, Page, your first Williamson County matchup, because you've got another one coming up. Friday night as Brentwood comes to your place. Both Paige and Brentwood have been district games previously for independence. With reclassification, that's no longer the case, but I'm not sure that that will change anything in terms of the atmosphere for this one. Brentwood coming in at 6-1, and and they also are under a new coach. So I don't know what you know about them, what you knew about them, but what are your expectations as you go into this one?
1: Well, you're exactly right about just the feel of the game. I think our guys have had a different feel this week with practice. I and mean, we've been off for a week with our exams, um, but I don't, you couldn't really tell if a how we practice in the sense of just excited. Um, there's some fire in our bellies because we know they're good. And you know, you look around Middle Tennessee. Brentwood's been a name up there for several years, as far as one of the best teams uh, in our county, at least, and uh, in Franklin recently as well. They've had a good surge and. Um, You know, but Brentwood's been in the state tournament since I've been around several times. Um, You know, it's different coaches, different times, but uh, they've been very successful. And, um, you know, they're having that season again. And, you know, Coach, when you talk about Middle Tennessee coaches, Coach Bond's one of those that's up there at the top. He's a great coach. He does a a phenomenal job. You know, we've seen five different defenses. I wouldn't expect six or seven on tomorrow night. He does an incredible job of just giving you different looks and trying to make you feel uncomfortable. Um, And so, you know, it's I, it's, I guess the way I would say that the people who are probably least familiar with this are Coach Bond and I. Our kids know, you know, what, what it means, how it feels, um, you know, what that Brentwood versus Independence game has been over the years. And so works. I, I think he and I are just, I know I am just getting in this game, uh, and compete against a, another really good team here in Middle Tennessee.
3: Speaking with Mark Wilkins here on Coach's Corner, presented by From the Heart Cafe over in Chapel Hill. Coach Wilkins, the first year guy with the boys basketball program at Independence. And you know, Mark, when you walk into typically when a coaching change takes place, you're stepping into a situation that isn't necessarily a great situation. That's not been the case with you and this independence program, you walk in and there's a jet Montgomery there and there's a Cameron bell there. I mean, there's, there's talent on this roster. Um, Yeah. When when you inherit a guy like a jet Montgomery as a coach, what does that do in terms of how you approach things?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. He's a special kid, as you know, um, anyone around Middle Tennessee knows Jack Montgomery. If they don't know, they will. As the years go so on, he's just a sophomore. Um, but, you know, he has made me a better coach in the sense of I get to kind of just relax a little bit more because he bails us out. You know, I feel like a lot. And um, we, we he does – he's – what I even say even before all of that, though, what I noticed about him this summer is that his teammates wanted him to shoot. His teammates were fine again. A lot of the times these guys are older than him. They're two or three years older than him, uh, but they know that gives – us the best chance to be successful and it shows that he has great humility um and so I was always impressed I have always been impressed with Jets um humility um it's just that he wants to win and I think it's our team feeds off that in the meantime we're going to try to get him the ball as much as possible I mean, it's no secret you're going to try to get your best players the ball and the best positions on the floor and and Jet, you know continues just to come through for us night after night he makes tough shots and um, he makes me look a lot smarter. Like that play was exactly how I designed it, which in all reality wasn't that case. It was just Jet being Jet. And so, um, you know, but it's a special situation when your best scorer can be one of the best teammates. I and mean, it just makes everything so much more cohesive. cohesive, And um, uh, it's exciting to watch. And thankfully, he's just a sophomore.
3: And to go back to the, your previous comment, you were talking about Troy Bond and the defenses that Brentwood has shown to this point. And when you've got a guy like a Jet Montgomery, a dynamic scorer averaging about 22, 23 points a game for you guys so far, it's not if you're going to see box in one, triangle and two, that kind of thing. It's when. Is that, I mean, is that fair to say? Right.
1: Yeah, it is. You know, he does a great job of teaming, the scouting. Um, we expect to see it. I wouldn't be surprised to see if the tip off tomorrow night, but... Even if it's not box one or triangle or two, you know what I would call shading or being aware. I mean, they're not just going to treat Jet like he's anyone else. They're going to know where he's at all the time and stand closer to him than they would somebody else. And so, um, thankfully, he does an incredible job of moving off the ball. He's a great feel. He has great footwork. He gets a seat feet planted. You know, whatever he needs to take off, take off for a shot. And then we have teammates. We have other guys on the four, too. You know, when you're going to try to take one guy out, and I don't blame you for trying. We have other guys that are very much willing to step up and hit shots, and and we have seen some of that this year. And thankfully, our guys have not panicked, um, just hitting, stepping in, and hitting a shot or two. Really takes the the ease off of you know everyone else pressing to get jets the ball every time. But no, I would not be surprised if story comes out and, and and does that with his guys. And um, you know, I think we have a great team. We'll find a way to continue to, to score points.
2: Yeah, one of those guys that is able to hit some shots for you, Owen Reese, who is just. A- an absolute dagger from the outside. He, he can kind of make things a little bit easier too. When you have to settle for a shot that maybe you don't get inside or, or, or something like that. He's a guy that you can look for to, uh, again, kind of bail you out in a situation where you're, you know, you're not getting a high percentage shot unless he's shooting it.
1: No, I'm so glad you brought him up. He is a relentless worker and he is somebody who you, it's easy to cheer for. Just a great kid who do whatever you want him to do. And, um, he's had a great start to the season. I'm so excited for him. He's shooting really great percentages all over the floor. And it kind of changed our style of play a little bit to play a little bit faster because him and Jet, um, you know, and Cameron, when his are set, Houston Hicks, those guys need three or four attempts. You know, Jet needs eight attempts. Owen needs six, seven attempts from the three. You know, just the percentages of it is just incredible. So we've been trying to get up and down a little bit more and make it a higher possession game so that – we can have some of our best shooters getting free more often and getting the shots that we want in transition. And, and so far this season, we've been able to do that. And thankfully, you know, it's, come, it's worked for us. And Owen's done a great job of getting himself ready for this moment. And um, he makes things a lot simpler, too. When you're trying to deny jet, we'll just pass it one more time over. And I feel very confident with Owen shooting the ball.
3: You know, Mark, you mentioned Cameron Bell among those perimeter shooters, and when he walks out on the floor, that's not necessarily where you expect to see him, but that's a part of his game that it looks like has come along over the summer and the offseason, and he's a guy that you're comfortable shooting it from behind the arc.
1: Yeah, he had a huge three the other night. We did not shoot it well, actually, against Paige, but the fourth quarter the other night is a tight ball game, and he stepped into it with a lot of confidence and knocked it down. and kind of put us ahead gave us free the room for a few minutes and you know he's really developed that part of his game and you know that's where basketball is now um you know my dad's a hall of fame coach and he's always been a post player and a post player coach wants the ball to go inside but you know even he would admit to you that the thing that basketball's changed you need all five guys to be able to shoot dribble and pass and and thankfully our guys who are six seven six eight can do those things still and so it's a Very, your comment earlier about the team that I'm walking into, we had a lot of guys that could play basketball and not necessarily a traditional post player or only a point guard. Um, I think that's what's fun about basketball now is you can do a lot of things that maybe are against the norms for a long time when it comes to basketball.
3: I tell you what. And
1: Cameron's certainly one of those.
3: We've talked for about 12 minutes, and Tyus Anderson's name has not come up, which is probably a travesty on all three (laughs) of our parts. But um, he's just kind of that glue guy for you, isn't he?
1: He is. You know, I told him just the other day in practice, I said, the name I hear more so far this season from people watching our team is Tyus Anderson. You know, people see Jet and they know what Owen's doing, and Cameron's, you know, obviously doing his part too, but just his ability to pass the ball and see the floor, it's un- honestly unlike any player I've ever coached. Um, he is a, a taller point guard, um, and maybe he's not always the one that's knifing me up and getting to the rim, but man, his passing ability is, is like I said, it's unlike anything I've seen. And he sees the floor. He's a great leader. He also has the ability on our side of the ball to get a deflection and get a steal when we have to have one. Um, and that's not something that I coach necessarily. I just, that's just a kid making a play, you know. And Tyus has, has done that for us a lot this year. It's so exciting for him to have this senior season that he's having. And, you know, there's no secret, too. We have a, a freshman Phenom in Thailand, uh Lewis. And, It's so fun for me to have these two guys together for a year because I think Tylan is going to be an extremely special player. Uh, He's getting to learn from a a great person in Tyus and a great worker, Um, and they get to kind of compete against each other every day. And so this year has been special for both of them to grow together.
2: Coach Mark Wilkins here on Coach's Corner, presented by From the Heart Cafe in Chapel Hill. Coach, thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate it.
1: Guys, I appreciate you. You guys do an awesome job promoting high school sports. So thank you so much for what you're doing. And I look forward to seeing you at the next game.
2: Absolutely. Again, that's Brentwood at Independence tomorrow night, Friday, seven thirty tip. So Roughly. Roughly. Following the girls. Yeah. We'll be right back with more high school hoops talk right after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or
3: www.mtbj.net. Fast Stop Markets is a full-service, family-owned convenience store chain located in 14 locations throughout Middle and West Tennessee. For those in our listing area, you can find them in Columbia, Centerville, Lawrenceburg, Spring Hill, Dixon, and White Bluff.
2: Fast Stop partners with wholesale fuel brands like Shell, Marathon, and Exxon delivering a consistent customer experience that is fast, friendly, and clean. If it's not already, it will soon become your go-to store to shop in town or on the road. Fast Stop Markets is proud to be keeping you moving in Tennessee.
4: Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity.
2: Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries, and our orthoquick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net.
0: Local sports talk you'll only find here. It's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Live from the Lee Company studio, with the Hall of Famer Mo Patton, here's Chris Yow. Welcome back in
2: Southern Middle Tennessee sports today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. It is again Thursday edition of the show, which means some additional ex- some, some extra high school stuff is what that means. Mainly because we've got a big weekend of games coming up, and always looking forward to talking. Oops, uh, we've got some wrestling that's coming up, and so yeah, we're gonna dive right in. And first, mention to you that that Brentwood Independence game we just talked about with Mark Wilkins uh, is the fast stop game of the week, and I will be on hand in the, I guess, Eagle Gymnasium. <laughs> They don't have a name over there yet.
3: The Eagle's Nest.
2: Sure. That's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Brentwood and Independence. And that is again the fast stop game of the week. Mo, well, let's hand out some other hardware. The each week we are handing out a player and teams of the week. And this week, the End to Win Life Team of the Week, presented by our friends at Custom Stone Handlers. Gotta give it to the Lawrence County girls.
3: Chirp had good, chirp. Had a good week last week. Did the county cats? Hey,
2: we got it right again.
3: Got it right. The the county lady cats. The county lady cats. Yes. The, uh, the county girl cats, as mm-hmm. some would say. Yeah. Two and zero last week. Um, demolished Giles County, eighty-one twenty-nine. Edge Columbia Central, fifty-three forty-eight. Balance scoring in both those games. By the way, they've got a, they've got a lot of folks that can score score the ball, as people like to say. I hate that phrase, and that's the last time you'll hear me say it. But um, shoot the three well. You saw them in that Columbia Central game.
0: I did, and uh, it was a great episode, but Yeah, they, they like to shoot the three, pressure you, um, and get turnovers, um, turn them into uh, to offensive points. So um, Katie Criswell, um, probably their top player. Uh, is a fantastic job. She has, I think, verbally committed to UNA, or there's l- at least in conversations with North Alabama. Um, and Madison Tidwell, also a very good player. Uh, she can shoot. Um, uh, but, yeah, almost everybody on that team can, can throw it up from beyond the arc.
1: Okay.
2: Our MTBJ Player of the Week, Mo. Speaking of,
3: speaking of throwing it up from yeah. beyond the arc, yeah, Hampshire Senior... I believe Kayla Stevens scored 22 points in a pair of Lady Hawks victories. Um, scored 25 points with five three-pointers in their win last Tuesday, December 7th, against Cornersville. A uh, 69-49 win. They've been putting up some big numbers. And scored 19 points with three threes in a 60-39 win over Zion Christian last Friday night. So... They're playing well. She's playing well. That ten and two, is that right? I think so. Yeah.
2: So they're really good. Yeah.
3: So Kayla Stevens, our Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint Clinic Player of the Week. Congratulations to her.
2: All right, that's gonna do it for the hardware. We we do have some some big games coming up. Uh, again, we have we have some tonight. We've got some wrestling tonight as well. Uh, seems like a good time to plug the podcast, Mo.
3: Yeah, be sure and check out um, the first takedown. The initial installment dropped last Friday. Um, We're trying to drop them on Friday so that when folks are sitting in the stands waiting on tournaments to start on Saturday morning, looking for something to do after you've gone and, you know, after you've dropped your kid off to weigh in And you're sitting there waiting on the wrestling to start, and you've gone and grabbed you a chicken biscuit and some coffee, and you're either sitting in the car or sitting in the stands or whatever it is you're doing, waiting for things to get started. And I can describe all that pretty well because I've done it, but um, check out the first takedown. Again, last week's installment was with Wilson Central assistant coach and pen tncom contributor, Ken Hammonds, better known as Coach Ham, He's been doing rankings of individuals and teams on a statewide basis for 21 years now. And so we got into his background and what he's doing and what he sees as this year progresses. So be sure and check that out. Um,
2: On your podcast platform of choice
3: wherever fine podcasts are sold <laughs> and make sure to subscribe
2: and give it a rating. Please. doesn't, it doesn't matter what you say in the rating. You can say that, you know, crows are loud on the radio <laughs> uh, and you
3: would not be wrong.
2: And when you would be accurate too, it doesn't
3: matter. It just helps the algorithm. So, yeah. and um, tomorrow's podcast will be with summit coach Pete, Pete Miller as they um, get ready for their Friday evening contest against Paige. So, going to be a good one. It's, it's, it is going to be a good one. Both of them are ranked. Um, the Tennessee high school wrestling coaches do a weekly poll, and this year they have split it into Class A and Class AA slash Division Two. And Paige is ranked fifth, I believe, in Class A. And Summit is ranked seventh in Class AA slash Division Two. So, seriously, this should be a good one. And looking forward to checking that one out. But we'll be talking to Pete Miller. And that podcast should drop in advance of that wrestling match. And it will certainly be up and available for folks that are going and hanging out at Beach for the uh, Invitational Tournament up there this weekend, or wherever else you might be sitting and waiting for wrestling to get started. So,
2: For Summit folks at Brentwood Academy. um, Is that where they are? Spring Hill and Summit are at the Brentwood Academy Duels. Saturday. Okay,
3: That's right. Independence is at Beach. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, among other things going on this weekend.
2: Tons going on. And, in fact, you know, for those of you in the very southern Middle Tennessee area, Loretto's boys are headed down to the Times Daily Tournament, and that is always a great tournament to uh, be involved in. If you are looking for some really good high school hoops and you just you want to – maybe you don't know anything about them, but you just want to watch high school basketball, best thing to do, Head down to the shoals, and do like JP. How was your? Did you go to Ricatoni's?
0: Uh No, ended up at uh, Rosie's ah, actually, Rosie's. down in Rosie's
2: Cantina. Yeah, went a little where Mexican. the music would play and Felina would whirl.
0: The uh, yeah, the homemade tortillas <laughs> sold it for me.
3: Mm-hmm. So, when
2: I mentioned it, yeah. that's exactly what you said. You were like, Absolutely. oh, we may have to make some changes to we the did. itinerary. Yeah.
3: So the Times Daily Classic that's in Florence, right? It is in fact. Yes. Okay, so um, some L-
2: games are played at UNA, some are played at Central, some are played at other places. But yeah. So
3: um, Friday's schedule it says Maine and FMS. So I assume those are Flor- Florence High School and Florence Middle School. Yes. So Loretto and Lauderdale County will play at three thirty at. Florence Middle School. It's the first of four games that will take place there. Uh, that's followed by Mars Hill and Shells Christian at five. Um, Shoals Christian Flame, by the way. Flame Singular? hmm Okay. Huh. Hamilton and West Limestone at 630. And the Rogers Pirates, Pirates. Pirates. Yeah. And Muscle Shells at eight. The Trojans. Um, yeah. in In the main gym... Let's see. There's three games because somehow Florence got a bye.
2: Can't imagine how that happened.
3: <laughs> <laughs> at 5, Russellville and Wilson play. At 6.30, it's Brooks and Belgreen, And at 8, it's Deschler and Covenant. Brooks and Belgreen ought to be fine. Just throwing that out there. Play continues Saturday with um, consolation action at FMS and championship – quarterfinals at the main gym semifinals are on monday wow. at una yeah and the championship game is tuesday at 7 30 at una and we will try to keep you posted as best we can particularly From on the, the progress of the mustangs
0: by the way the uh the middle school is a brand new school within the last three four years that's been on the side of the old coffee high mm-hmm. close to brawley stadium so uh, it's it's it a brawley or brayley,
3: i a. I've
2: always called it brayley, b
3: r a. I've always heard brawley.
0: Mm, well, um, but anyway, where where UNA when, plays football, when, when in <laughs>
3: where the D two championships used to be. That's playing. right. When in Florence, it was a
0: so, but uh, but Florence. yeah, brand new school, but it's right there on the grounds of that old Coffee High School. Um, so that's Coffee uh, Florence, and Bradshaw, baby. Florence High School actually plays their home games at braley at the middle for, school.
3: Oh, okay. Oh, the basketball team. Uh huh.
0: Yep. At the gym where this tournament's being played, one of the gyms, the middle school. Okay. Lawrence High School plays their varsity games there.
3: So what what is the main gym then? It's just a it's – it's the, the old, main gym on, It's the old dome. Yeah.
0: It's the old dome. Oh, gym. they've got a dome? The wooden dome. Oh, gym. man. It's a, it's a really cool, really cool looking gym.
3: Hendersonville for the longest yeah. had a domed gym. and Got to love them. It's fantastic. All the seats are raised. The playing floor, you can't get to it from the seating area. Mm -hmm. And me and about three guys about got thrown out of there my senior year because our (laughs) Franklin's district tournament, old District 9 AAA, our district tournament was up there. And they told us about four times to get down off the rail, and it was the championship game, and we weren't getting off the rail. (laughs) And finally, a cop said, if I had to come up here again, somebody's leaving. (laughs) So you got off the rail. Yeah. And it was Franklin, and I think it was Hendersonville in the finals. So There you go. Yeah.
2: It's not the only tournament this weekend. Columbia Academy, we talked with Brady McTamney yesterday. Columbia Academy is up at Clarksville Academy, which is uh, they're playing tonight against Clarksville High. So Clarksville Academy and Clarksville High playing tonight. That's going to be a good one. Yeah. uh, Columbia Central is down at Fayetteville tomorrow. And then, of course, Lawrence County, Summertown. You are going to be at that one, JP. You have been at the Lawrence County Loretto games. Now you'll be That's at correct. the Lawrence County Summertown games.
0: It'll be, it'll be my third straight Lawrence County game, by the way. Well, yeah, You're not hating that, are you? It's easy, it, it's easy
2: for us.
0: <laughs> it's easy for you to get to those, too. It, it is, it is uh, close. So uh, I'm, I'm, I've, en- I've enjoyed it. I appreciate you guys allowing me to help out. Oh,
3: it's well, been fun. We, we appreciate you yeah, helping No out. doubt. Um, getting back to our game of the week just for a second, Brentwood comes into this game 6-1. and one. Their only loss coming last Tuesday to a really good Lebanon team, um sixty four forty five. Lebanon, by the way, Troy Bond's alma mater, so um sure he enjoyed taking his team back over there for that. But other than that, they are undefeated. Most recently defeated Nolansville fifty eight forty one last Friday. They like independence have been off this week.
0: You talk about Lebanon, of course, as you know, our listeners may not be the only team to be Columbia. Yeah. The boys So
3: <laughs> They're pretty good they, Lebanon's clearly Pretty good the, Yeah Yeah they they handing out Some L's <laughs> To good teams And their only loss Came in their season Opener Lebanon's Did to To Kane Ridge And Brandon Miller So
2: Well they, I You know I find it Interesting that You know Independence's Opening round game in that King of the Hill Turnover at Summit Is against Lebanon Can't imagine how that Got drawn up Huh Go figure <laughs> your biggest rival gets to play probably the best team in the tournament hey, first you round. Go. You know, and that's how it works
0: sometimes. It's about like the college football playoff committee.
2: <laughs> it's, or Florence getting the bye in the Times Daily Classic. In, in, the, in their <laughs>
3: tournament, yeah.
2: There you go. Oh, man. Hey,
3: You host a tournament, you can draw it up the way you want
2: to, too. That's exactly the way it works. But, yeah, you know, we've got a lot going on this weekend. Looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, make sure to come back. Uh, Tomorrow's rundown will give you, obviously, tomorrow and Saturday schedules. So, if you're looking for somewhere to be high school hoops-wise, we can help you out.
3: Or if you don't want to wait, you can go to MainStreetMurray.com and see this week's schedule as well. You absolutely can. All right, when we come back, we're going
2: to start getting into the college football with Teresa Phillips, former Tennessee State AD, talking Coach Prime right after this.